Welcome to the podcast, The Winning Combo, your home for wisdom on marketing and sales success. Featuring your host, Keith Washoe from Research Triangle Park, North Carolina, and Vijay Damojaprapu from Silicon Valley, California. From coast to coast, let the wisdom begin so you can become a winner. Here are your hosts, Keith and Vijay. All right, welcome to the Winning Combo Sales and Marketing Success Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Washoe, here in Research Triangle Park, alongside my co-host, DJ Damo Chaprapu out of Silicon Valley. We're excited to bring you the sixth episode, and this time we bring you a very special guest with Mark Adams out of California. Now, Mark is an amazing guy who's accomplished so much from being the CEO of LumiLeds, a billion-dollar developer of LED light engine technology, and prior to that, he was president of Micron Technology, a 15 billion memory solutions company, and also COO of Lexar, the leading global flash memory company. I was honored to work alongside Mark and for him at Creative Labs, where he was VP of sales and marketing. So Mark is a super expert and leader, one of the best tech guys in the world. He's perfect for this winning combo show focused on sales around selling and product market development. And lastly, on a personal note, Mark is also a good husband and father with a wonderful family with his wife, Maureen, and his three children, Casey, Matthew, and Kendall. So Mark, we are honored and excited to have you on the show and share your wisdom and advice from your sales, marketing, and leadership career. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing great, Keith. Thanks. Great to connect with Vijay and yourself, and uh, uh, thanks for the uh, overwhelmingly nice uh, intro. Hey, it's all truth, truth coming from the heart. It's you know, a big honor to have you here. And I want to give VJ a chance to not forget about him as the co-host of The Winning Combo. VJ, how are you? I'm doing great and super excited to converse with Mark and share his advice to help all our listeners create that winning combo between marketing and sales. All right, then let's begin. It is showtime. In today's show, we're going to feature three power segments. First, Mark, our special guest, will lead off with a top marketing sales power quote to help you gain wisdom quickly and apply it to your work. Secondly, Mark will then share a personal story on either a marketing sales success or failure so you can learn from his experience to utilize for your career. And then lastly, Mark will close with a sharing of a one key marketing or sales best practice as a takeaway to apply to your professional and personal life for best success. Does that sound good, Mark? Sounds great, Keith. All right, let's begin. It's the power quote segment. So Mark, how about you share any quote that's meant a lot to you in sales and marketing? Uh, Happy to do so. And um, sometimes, for me at least, simplicity is where all the gold lies in terms of uh, learning and growing. And uh, uh, the the sales and marketing quote that has probably stayed with me the longest throughout my career and even beyond sales and marketing it's more doing business with is it's very simple people buy from people Um, we live in a very high-tech world uh, dominated with innovation all the time and there's all this uh, technology uh, advancement that is just shocking how we can uh, grow and, and invent new things but at the end of the day, the transactions and how we do commerce together is through some type of relationship with other people. And that even includes things like e-commerce and how, how easy we can make things uh, uh, transact, so to speak. But at the end of the day, you know, in a world that's so focused on IQ, 
In my back pocket through my whole life, I've always remembered EQ. And EQ being that if you're a high integrity person who generally cares about other people, and you're not trying to close a sale, you're trying to create uh, a positive experience for two parties, yourself and the other. Um, the EQ element of this, of being just a great individual with great values, honest, caring, loving, um, that goes a long way because there's a lot of bright people and there's a lot of cool innovation. But I think where people differentiate themselves in the business world as leaders is that we do so with the other person in mind and creating um, good collaborative relationships that eventually will uh, play out well over the long run for individuals as they build their career. Wow, Mark. Thank you. You just summarized in your two-minute uh, quote and advice about three of our episodes so succinctly. And I, to your point on simplicity is key. Thank you for that. And what I really took away, Mark, from what you just said was that despite all the, the big tech and innovation and selling and marketing and all these books and being at a big trade show or conference, at the end of the day, it's almost like a marketplace. It's still about a simple transaction at a farmer's market, a relationship with someone, showing you love, showing you care, putting someone's best interest at heart to allow the relationship to drive business forward versus relying on other tech, technology or, or big, big hocus pocus smoke and mirrors. Anything else you want to add or em embellish on that? Yeah, I think, sure, Keith, I think that's correct. I mean, let's use the ultimate example, Amazon. You go onto a computer and you shop for things on the internet. And one could argue, well, that doesn't have another person. You're not really involved in that, what have you. And I would say Amazon's biggest strength is they study what other people want from their service. For example, Amazon did not always have Amazon Prime, but they understood that if they could provide things quickly in an overnight fashion, that would be a value that they could create value for themselves, but also for their customers. It reminds me back to an old, old uh, marketing story that um, uh, Domino's used to have a slogan that said, if it's not there in 30 minutes, your pizza is free because they understood the customer. And that was a call up. That was not like a lot of sales transaction you know, strategy. It was just you know, Amazon and Domino's, who you don't really build a relationship at a personal level necessarily, they understood the customer needs. And so when we say people buy from people, yes, there's an element of that is individual to individual, but there's also an element of that that's corporate to individual. And I think, you know, when you go to Amazon, one of the reasons they're so successful is they understand their customer so well and provide easy, uh, thoughtful, and beneficial features to the buying experience that makes it pleasant to do business with. Oh, Mark, thank you very much. It reminds me of Jeff Bezos, who really, from Amazon, who said, start with the customer in mind and know their, and put their needs first, and then you work back from there. And everything starts with the customer. Thank you for that. VJ. anything you want to add or any questions for Mark? Yeah, first of all, I would like to thank Mark. Uh, Mark, thank you for just reiterating and reemphasizing the importance of having the customer in mind, uh, because typically in sales and marketing, when we, especially when we do all the forecasting and the campaigns and the metrics, we 
tend to overlook the fact that behind each and every metric, there's a person, right? So that's so lost. And I actually admire and appreciate you just emphasizing all of us in sales and marketing to keep that person in mind. So great piece of advice, Mark. All right. I think now we'll shift gears here. And let's go into the next power segment of this podcast. So that is the conclusion of the quote segment. Let's go into the power story. And Mark, this is a wonderful opportunity that we're super excited to hear from you and all your wealth of experience. Can you share a favorite story, uh, something that you've experienced through sales and marketing, whether a success or failure that you think has really taught something valuable that you'd be comfortable sharing with our listeners? Sure. Um, I probably won't say the customer name, but it wouldn't be too hard to figure out. Um, when I was at Micron uh, and um, we were just entering the flash memory space, so we had some capacity, but not a ton of capacity, um, the, the world's largest consumer of flash memory um, was leveraging their buying power. And I kind of felt that it was excessive. And um, we didn't have a ton of capacity, as I mentioned. So I had other better homes for the capacity than just to give it to this customer who was demanding, you know, all unreasonable terms and conditions. And so then I went back um, uh, to the CEO of Micron at the time, Steve Appleton. And I said to him, I said, Hey, um, I have a recommendation that I need your approval for because this is a big deal and you're going to hear about it if we do it. Um, but I'd like to pull our supply relationship and, and, and not supply this customer. And again, it was a very large customer that we all know are probably carrying one of their products on our, in our pocket. But um, I said to him, I said, I think we should stop doing business with them because quite two things, one of which is they're not being um, uh, partners in our relationship. They're not treating us well and it's not good for the company, but it's also never going to get better unless we politely tell them it's, it's got to get better. And there's no, no better way to, and he looked at me and I thought my job was in jeopardy. And he said, you know, he, he thought about it and he said, I like it. And we proceeded to do it. And, um, you know, there, there was some short-term friction, but eventually it led to a much healthier relationship. And it was a great thing for the company, by the way, because we actually generated more profit by taking that capacity and putting it with other customers who were willing to pay us more. Uh, for what we provided. And we also sent a message that, you know, relationships have to be balanced. They have to be two-way and they have to be good for both parties. And there's no such thing as being a one-way relationship, which I found out in a number of uh, different uh, parties in my career in terms of uh, examples I could use. And so um, I always remember that because, you know, the, the early 1950s playbook on sales is the customer is always right, is rule number one. And rule number two is if if uh, you forget the customer's right, reread number one again. And, you know, there's this, I, I, I appreciate that. And I think, you know, great businesses are very customer focused, as we talked about in the first section. Uh, however, no relationship is ever good in the long term if it's one-sided or if it's overly leveraged on who has power and they abuse the power. And it's like any human relationship. They have to be, you know, mutually beneficial and, and sharing uh, the, the good and the bad. And so it ended up being a great lesson for me because it was very risky, uh, both at a personal career level, as well as for our company. 
and it turned out really wonderful for the long-term relationship that we had with this customer. Um, and I realized that sometimes, you know, people make decisions, but they don't always have the same frame of reference and it's okay to share that. Oh, wow. All right, Mark. I'm a little speechless here because that was such a, a powerful story. Again, going back to your simplicity comment in the beginning of how it's about people and about relationships. And in the day, this is a very human element to any relationship, whether it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a relationship with your wife or your, your mother. It's about this respect, mutual respect, feeling that the relationship is 50-50. We're a partnership. And this translates perfectly over to business on the highest level, on the highest stage with the biggest clients and biggest customers. So thank you for sharing that. That's a, a, obviously a part about, we can go into ethics on that, so many things. So I want to just ask you, Mark, what is, what is the one thing you want our listeners to really take away from that story and remember so they can now move forward and apply this to your life? How would you sum it all, sum it all up? You know, I guess there's a balance between wanting to serve the customer and making sure you protect the integrity of the relationship long-term because my experience is, is if you do let customers walk all over you, they're not being mean. They'll just do it because they're trying to extract the value themselves. And sometimes you have to have a, a checkpoint in the relationship to make sure that both parties are getting what they want or else it'll eventually end in a bad place. Thank you, Mark. Well said. All right, VJ. anything you'd like to add or ask uh, Mark on this uh, story, this great story here? Yeah, wonderful story, Mark. And thank you for sharing that. It's pretty deep and very insightful. So one question I have for you, Mark, uh, if you can share some of your thought process around how you came to that decision and how you took that or made or brought that courage to approach the president of Micron back then. If you can share your thought process uh, within yourself as well as... Uh, yeah, that'll be great. Sure. sure. That's, a good, that's a good question because um, it wasn't an immediate knee-jerk reaction. And um, I think, you know, you have to learn to trust your instinct. And your instinct is, you know, what is an equitable, beneficial, good outcome in any relationship? And um, sometimes customers have such significant buying power that they try to leverage it uh, beyond what's reasonable. And I think I, you know, in the process saw this getting worse and worse. And I, you know, I think I struggled with it, but I also realized that it was never going to get better unless, again, you have this intervention with the, with the other side. Again, just like a personal relationship, if it's not great, you know, you have to be transparent enough to share that it's not working for you. And it was all very professional, but um, and it was logical too, meaning that when I explained it to them, it's not like they tried to poke holes in my, my, uh, rationale, so to speak. So, um, I think you have the, the, the one thing I, I took you know, note of is I remembered having confidence in my understanding that this was not a good relationship and was willing to act on it. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Great, great story. Oh, that's definitely arguably the best story we've had on the show. Thanks to you. Now it's time to shift. Let's move into the third segment of the podcast. And Mark, I know you love sports, so we had to throw in some ballpark. I think you were a former D1 football or athlete or something. Is that true? Well, it's, um, I'd like to just uh, downplay that because I was a backup quarterback to a Heisman Trophy winner and I never really uh, 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 bypassed 
his his uh, capabilities and so that's I was doing a lot of uh, watching just like the people in the stands. <laughs> are you able to are you able to share who that quarterback was? Right, I went. I, I attended Boston College and uh, at DC when Doug Flutie was uh, doing his magic tricks and. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. What a great, Mark. Yeah, unbelievable. You got to cross paths with Doug Flutie, Boston College, the whole nine yards. Amazing. All right, so now we're going to move forward to the third part, the what's called the closing take. This is our closing takeaway for our audience today. For you to share uh, a, a, what you consider your best practice, Mark, for the audience from a sales and marketing that's really helped your career that you'd like to enlighten our, our audience with. Sure. And, uh, you know, Keith, it's along the lines of another quote, but it's more... Uh, you know, personal motivation uh, focused. And I always told myself to be humble, be hungry, and always be the hardest working person in the room. Because there's going to be a lot of luck. And I know, Keith, um, you're a, a very spiritual guy, and I've continued to, with all humility, work on my spiritual spirituality in my life. And um, you know, the wind's going to blow different ways and we're all going to get curveballs in our in our journey, so to speak. And we can't really control everything by any stretch, but we can control our humility and our hunger to do the right thing and to work hard because those are things we can control. And all that does is say, I can take care of that piece and let the chips fall and not worry so much about certain outcomes. And if I look back on my life, um, you know, both the tough lessons and the successes, you know, it's all kind of gone different ways. And I didn't know where things were going to necessarily end up. Um, and, and they're funny stories on how things did play out. But I stayed true with humility, hunger, and hard work to drive my behavior to get the most out of what I'm supposed to do in my life. Wow. Deep stuff, Mark. I really appreciate how you're going so deep on this podcast for our listeners. And here we are talking about sales and marketing success. And here you are accomplishing many amazing feats from your leadership positions with global companies around the world. And it really comes down to human fundamentals, principles, and values. It's just really beautiful. And I'm really thankful. Uh, the humble and kind is is remarkable. It always reminds me of that song by Tim McGraw, Be Humble and Kind. And I think that's a beautiful song on that. And I do remember, Mark, you talking to me one time at Creative Labs. We were walking as we left the office and you said something really profound that stuck with me. You said something like, Keith, just keep working hard. And what's you gave me a compliment, actually. You said something like, you know, what's good about some of the things you do, Keith, you don't feel entitled. You don't feel like you, you deserve or have to have it. You just keep your head down and work and I wanted to thank you again for that moment, Mark, even though it was probably 14 years ago today. But thank you for that. Is there anything else you want to add, Mark, or, or embellish upon? I just think that you made an observation on some of my uh, commentary today, or a lot of it was stuff that applies to sales and marketing, but transcends that. And I guess, you know, the, the closing comment, because it unifies some of the things we've talked about today, is that, you know, sales and marketing is just a subset of life. People dealing with people, trying to do good things. Um, and when it, with a company that has a mission, you're trying to serve people and create uh, solutions to people's challenges, whether it be corporate or personal or, or somewhere in between. And, you know, it's not like these should be, a, to me, there's not a different book for the values that it takes to be in sales and marketing. It's the same values that we're trying to do, uh, 
great things and apply in our other aspects of our life. Yes, well said, Mark. Uh, I'm really, really thankful. VJ, anything else you want to ask, Mark, or do you want to bellish upon? Yeah. So again, uh, thank you for that uh, deep takeaway and uh, sharing uh, the secret of your success, Mark. It's amazing. I mean, we keep listening to that from various sources. Maybe uh, we hear about it in TV or read about it in books or listen about that aspect of staying humble, staying hungry and working hard. But when it comes from an accomplished leader like yourself, Mark, I think that is just a proof point that those are the core values one has to take into account on a daily basis to realize success. So great stuff. Right. And Vijay, I think to, to follow up that point, I think almost unanimously, people who experience success and are grounded, they know that they did a lot of good things and there was some good tailwind that generated luck as part of the journey and they don't take themselves that serious. And I think where we see in society, sometimes people get so arrogant and so self-absorbed, that's where they miss the opportunity to take this to a life experience and they're just so focused on a business outcome and it's really part of life. And so when I think about what you just said, um, I really do feel that um, you know I worked hard, I was humble, for the most part, and I had a lot of luck. And you, t- you need all three. No one does it without some, you know, some support from other external factors. Yeah. So some of the ways that I try to keep myself grounded, Mark, is through daily journaling and being grateful, just capturing those moments and thoughts on a daily basis. So that has helped me. It'll be great if you can share maybe one or two rituals that you practice, Mark, just to keep yourself and stay humble. It'll be great for our listeners. First of all, I think one area is service. Because, you know, what do you do with the gift that you were given. Um, you know, I, I hit a lottery ticket. I was very fortunate. I worked very hard. But if I just take that and focus on consuming it myself, then I've missed the boat. And so I think finding ways to give back, this is a very small example, but I do mentor younger people in their careers. I sit on public boards and private boards and spend time sharing my experience, the good and the bad, because that's all it is, is sharing. And so I think you know, uh, both service and also philanthropic interests, which I'm very passionate about, uh, mostly with people who don't have the same chance that we all have and giving back there, um, you know, making, I'm on the board of uh, a local private high school that gives out scholarships to people who no, long, who no way could afford it on their own and in, offer access to the same type of um experience and education that others have. And so finding ways to give back and finding ways to serve are kind of the areas that I try to focus on as I you know, continue living out my life. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, thank you for emphasizing that again. Yeah, Mark, thank you for serving today and taking time to be part of this podcast. It's a 
sincere honor to just have you here. I'm so thankful right now. I think what we'll do now is we're just going to move into the final summary of our podcast where we'll just conclude with a couple things that stood out. So I could uh, have BJ maybe lead off with a, through a couple things that Mark that you said today that really stood out. Um, I can add anything that I think he might have missed and then Mark will give you the final word. Uh, let's try this. So BJ, what do you want to say here? Anything that you want our, our listeners to remember now as we close our podcast? Yeah, so I want to list out quite a few takeaways. The challenge for me is to just hone in on those three that I want the listeners to take away. So here are my top three listeners. So number one, always have the customer in mind, right? Example of Amazon, example of Domino's Pizza just comes to mind. So just keep that in mind uh, as you're making those decisions. That's one. The second takeaway is uh, always strive for a balanced relationship. Relationship that's just going one way for way too long is going to harm both parties in the end. So that's the takeaway number two. And takeaway number three is it's amazing and always cherish your success, but keep in mind that you always need to pursue and work towards staying humble and grounded. Well well said, VJ. Mark, I'll just add mine and then love for you to tie a bow around it for anything you think was missed. I think when you started off, super powerful quote about how people buy from people. And at the end of the day, it's about that relationship. I like how you started off with simplicity. Keep it simple. And remember the little things in life and like relationships that all add up. I appreciated your point, Mark, about trusting your instincts to do what you believe is right and have the courage to do that for your company and, and for yourself. And then lastly, yeah, be humble, stay hungry, keep working hard, keep your head down and do the right thing and, and things will fall into place. Mark, anything else you want to add? No, I think uh, you guys did a great job. And yeah, I mean, if there was one word, I would say relationships. Um, you know, there was a study done at Harvard University that was released last year is that they tracked a number of successful people who were in their mid-70s and they went back and to find out that the people who were the happiest had the healthiest relationship. It wasn't the most toys, the most money. It was the people who had the healthiest relationships and relationships matter in life. And so if you look at it from the perspective of building good quality relationships with high integrity and good intention and good motivation, I think that can serve you in business and I can think it can serve you well in life as well. Well, Mark, I know I'm super thankful for our relationship, and I'm sure VJ is now that you joined the show. So, Mark, we want to thank you so much for being part of the Winning Combo podcast. It's been a sincere, absolute honor and joy to have you here. I've really enjoyed every minute working with you at Creative Labs. Not only were you the smartest guy I've ever been around, but we didn't talk about this on the show, but you were just fun to be around. You made life and work enjoyable. You made it family, and I'm just so thankful we crossed paths. And I appreciate your leadership and being part of the book that I interviewed you for and now here you are on the winning combo podcast it's been the icing on the cake the cherry on the top thank you so much mark of course thanks keith great to reconnect and uh nice again to meet you vijay yeah thank you again uh, mark uh, super stoked super excited and uh, truly grateful to have you on the show thanks once again thank you Thanks for listening to the podcast, The Winning Combo. Hope you enjoyed it and it's helpful to you in your sales and marketing career. Until next time, keep learning and keep winning. Yeah, stay tuned for the next show. Thanks for listening to the podcast, The Winning Combo, your home for wisdom on marketing and sales success. Featuring your host, Keith Washoe from Research Triangle Park, North Carolina, and Vijay Damo Chaprabhu from Silicon Valley, California. 
Stay tuned for the next show and follow The Winning Combo on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook for free content and the latest podcast episodes to help you be a winner.